Hello and welcome to the Keylock Podcast. My name's Joe Major. With me, as always, is Aaron Keylock and Johnny Hodson. How are we all doing, boys? Not bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not so bad. Um, my heart rate's just returning to normal. I've just watched the match. Apart from that, yeah, I'm pretty good. Are we going to turn into a football podcast now? Wouldn't be very interesting. We're only a third of the uh, <laughs> talkers even know anything about football. I used to go to a football match every now and again. <laughs> I used to play on a football team, Joe. I can see that being dreadful. I've seen you kick a Oh, no, I was... <laughs> it wasn't good. I've seen you kick... You know what? The, um, it makes me laugh, man. You When we played... Um... Oh, Spain. Ariata. Ariata. When we played Ariata, there was like... The, those kids were, were kicking a ball around and then... Um... I ended up with the ball. I can't remember how. I don't think I was slide tackling anybody. That would have been funny. Um, a kid. Knee high challenge. Um, and I did like two keep ups, literally two or three. And then there was a photographer that I didn't even know was there. Took a picture of the Good ball. Picture that. It make it makes me look like I'm an absolute wizard doing keep ups and like cowboy boots and flares. You know what I mean? I was just like, yes. <laughs> I share it on Instagram. Just like, yeah, I am. <laughs> An absolute baller. <laughs> yeah. oh, as soon as the football comes anywhere near me, I'm like, I'm going to leave the situation. So, Don't worry, mate. I'm, I'm a safe pair of hands with that. <laughs> you know that awkward situation when a ball comes away from like a group of people playing with it to you and you're like, now, do I act like a dickhead and take the risk and kick it and it go that way? Or do I walk over with it in my hand and look like a bit of a knobhead but play it safe? Uh, that's, oh, that's the f- I just leave it. <laughs> leave it. <laughs> get their home ball. I don't you can care. come and get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the funny thing about looking like this is no one's expecting you to spray. Like, the ball comes to me and I'm like spraying 40 yard passes back and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> no one had me down for doing that, did you? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So I'll be the nominated ball return then every time uh, we're ever there in that go. situation. Pepler. Sounds good to me. Feel completely thrown off by the fact that we're recording the podcast an hour later than normal. <laughs> like For some zen- reason, it, it yeah, it feels like we're doing it at like half three in the morning. Uh, you know what, man? I'm in that weird kind of state because um, I'm leaving a job and I've still got like I've still got days obviously to do because I'm not I haven't gone yet to March 31st. I think I go. Um, so I'm in that kind of period of doing stuff small business stuff at home but like still trying to do stuff there and then I, one of my mates is a builder and i said to him oh you know if you need a builder's mate like i'm going to be needing money at some point and he was like he called me yesterday and he was like oh yeah i've got a job it's nine to five tomorrow and then i was like oh my goodness um hang on i've got this to do at home and i need to do this and you know i was like i had to turn down like a day's work which i don't really want to do yeah and just purely because i'm in that in between stage because i listen man in a month Give me all them you can, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can, I can dig holes, you know. I can, I can hit walls with big hammers. That's, uh, <laughs> more it's like the, the, like the demolition proper, process. Are you going to become like a proper man, Johnny? No, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've got, I've got no major hopes for it happening anytime soon. If I'm honest. Uh. I just realised, does this mean you and Connor are just going to constantly talk about building sites? 
Oh, sit there with her heads down, like. <laughs> <laughs> just be, just be thankful. There's not another football fan in the band, man. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh, now, Jack, we're already down. Fan, so. Every we're now down and smokers. No. Just, no. just need to purge the uh, the football out of you, and then. Uh, I was playing sailing. It's it's yeah, I'm afraid, man. It's one of those things. But I, like, it's not um, like when when Jack played base for us. Um, he was a West Ham fan, so every now and again I get caught in that. Um, I do remember that. Mm. They were boring, okay. boring things. Yeah, oh, just swallowed it. Eh? Probably um, great for you guys. Very, uh, you know, good chats. But I was sat there going, like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> you kick a ball and then you chase after it? Like, not, not always." Um, you're getting pretty good though, man. You said something to me the other week, and I was just like, "Shit, the bed, man. Where's, what's happened?" Like, <laughs> I knew the positions of the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if it's anything to you, Everton have just gone fourth. <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah, you can. I've not. You've overtaken your um, your rivals. For the time being, yeah, they're playing Chelsea now. We need them to draw. Anyway, enough about football. I guess. Um... <laughs> Aye. So, welcome to the Keylock Podcast. This is our football and um, occasionally music podcast. <laughs> I did um, a whole bunch of uh, listening to it. Well, more hearing Aerosmith than listening to Aerosmith today. I had it on while I was working away. And you know, you kind of go, oh, I just forgot how good you guys were. Like, <laughs> there's um, some, like, the different, they're almost like three bands in one Aerosmith. Yeah. And they're kind of um, pop band. Then there's that kind of like the in between, like just killer radio rock and roll songs. Yeah. And there's like early Aerosmith. And yeah. I don't know, there's some, uh, there's some there's journey through it. It's funny, they're one of those bands for me. Like it's like, um, I guess almost like the Zeppelin thing and everything, where they're almost like, you know, how, you know, you go go through mad stages of loving them and then kind of go in, that's just that's Aerosmith. Awesome. If you know what I mean? I know Aerosmith. And then you go. <laughs> But you know what I mean? I have that with those bands when those songs are so well known and ingrained, you just sort of go, I know that, you know. Yeah. I think when you're in that mode of wanting to discover new music, you know what I mean? You turn off of like um, songs that are that ingrained in humans, yeah. which we are now. I feel like yeah. Aerosmith aren't that overdone with that kind of thing, though. There's like, there's Walk This Way, Dream On, I don't want to elevate it. Like, yeah, yeah sweet, sweet Emotion. There's only like... Well, yeah, saying that there is quite a few other than that. I was like, there's only only walk this way, and then I listed off five other ones. Yeah, never there's mind. There's loads of yeah. thinking about it. It's funny though, isn't it? Aerosmith are one of those bands, almost like we were talking about, like with um, like Free and, and and the Who and stuff like that. And they, they're those bands that um, when you kind of dig through the hits, which there are a fair amount of them, that kind of second wave of hits that are kind of like fan favorites, but not like hit hit hit, like Ragdoll Man. Hangman Jury, um, Hoodoo, Voodoo, Medicine Man. You, know, you can tell I listened to them today. Like, there's just so many yeah. songs. But they're one of those bands as well, like where you can go you can go to a gig and it's like three hours long um, and you know every track, you know what I mean? And there's like, like Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, Led Zeppelin, The Who, Aerosmith, Stones, I guess. But then you go, that's not many bands that can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad, it's crazy. It must be. Did you see they've 
and it like if you're putting a set list together, it must be finding that balance of okay, here's the ones you want to hear, but here's the ones we want to play. <laughs> like, hmm. That's why, like, um, Iron Maiden have an interesting sort of touring technique where they, they alternate tours. So, like, they'll have a tour that is usually like an album based tour where they're playing songs from the new album as well as songs from the sort of past 20 years, all of their kind of newer stuff. And then once they've done that tour, then they go out on like a pretty much greatest hits tour and play all the fan favorites. Um, But because they're an arena selling band, it doesn't really make much difference. I feel like they could get away with just meshing the two together. Iron Maiden, I'm not like a fan, but they are one of those bands where it's like, almost like the Grateful Dead, where like, if you like, if you like that band, that's all that exists. Do you know what I mean? You know everything about them and you don't know there's any other bands outside of it. It seems like there's not like, Fans where you go, oh, I like that song, that one song by Iron Maiden. Do you know what I mean? There's I mean, one... I've seen so... Iron Maiden uh, three, four times. <laughs> um, only once, at, like an actual, like proper show. The rest of them have all been at festivals and stuff. Um, right. But I mean, I do like Iron Maiden. I just they're not. I'm, I'm exactly that fan that you're talking about where I, li- I like a few of the songs but I'm not like a massive um, oh, wow. you know die hard although to be fair um, Yannick Gers who is like the third guitarist from Iron Maiden lives in Yarm which is about 10 minutes away from me yeah. and I've bumped into him twice and I've still not managed to say a single word to him <laughs> <laughs> like I've got this really weird mental image of you and that Yannick fella just like <laughs> literally like the, the, f- the first time it happened um i was at work when i worked at um the rock bar that i used to work at and there's, there was a guitar shop attached to it yeah sticky fingers um yeah so there was this the guitar shop attached and at some point he came in because you have to go through the bar to get to the guitar shop um so he'd come in and had been in the guitar shop for like half an hour i didn't realize he'd come into the shop so he comes downstairs and walks like through the door into the bar and like says something about um one of the blokes was sat on on, a, on the couch with one of the people working um, and he was like, Oh, he looks like a mannequin there, sat there. And I went, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then he and he was just like, okay. And then just left. I was like, for God's sake. Like if I'd sit because the problem is, is everywhere else, like if you'd come in from anywhere else, I'd have seen him because there's like glass panels. So if you come in from outside, I'd have seen him coming, and I'd be like, "That's Yannick Gares. Prepare yourself. I'm going to talk to him." But because it was just such a shock that he was like not there, and then he was stood there, that I was like, "I just can't do this." You know what, man? I've um, mainly by fortune more than design. I've met a whole bunch of those kind of like I met like Brian May, um, Paul Rogers a bunch of times. I've met uh, Joe Elliott. Um, I've met loads of those kind of that kind of like that more like elite level rock star, like you say, and um, always just kind of been really conversational, just like as a going, man, like, and just had like a quite a nice chat. Like I met, when I met Brian May, um, I bumped oddly, I bumped into him. I I got off the bus, and he was coming out of St George's Hall, and it was when he was recording uh, the album he did with Paul Rogers, and I was just stood chatting to him and frigging Anita Dobson, just chatting away like about the album. And the only time I've ever kind of gone was in front of Robert Plant. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was just, and, and uh, 
he, I was going in backstage to the Albert Hall as he was coming out, and I'd just seen Mick Ralphs, and I had a good old chat with Mick Ralphs. And as, as I was like, as I was going in, Mick came out and chatting away to Mick Ralphs. He blah, blah blah. Then I come in, and again, as I'm going through the door, our oh, plant he's coming out, and my wise words of wisdom were, "Oh man, you're Robert Plant." <laughs> 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 and then uh, he kind of I was like oh sweet man and he kind of like drifted off and I was like you're Robert Pl-. he knows that you know what I mean? like, is it- <laughs> was that it that was that's what you say to him Jesus. yeah that's the thing I mean yeah I feel, I feel like yeah I, I, I don't know I think yeah, if no. you're uh, talking to people as if um you know them and they don't you then know you then it's always going to go wrong and you know what i mean it's like any other person if you go up to someone in the street just hug them they're gonna be like you know what the fuck but if you go up and say hey i really dig your thing whatever you know what i mean you can have a chat um it's odd watching how people approach people they think they know isn't it yeah like mm. different ways people do approach them it's it's very odd i i think i think there's definitely got to be like a level of respect at any level you know what i mean like um there was i saw an instagram influencer talking about it and she was basically saying like i I, i'm glad that you know me i'm happy that you follow me i like that you appreciate my work like follow me in the street that's a no-no you know like like if you if you come up to me and i've got like my headphones in and i'm clearly on my way somewhere it's not that i don't want to talk to you i've got a job you know i need to go and do like you can't just like grab me and i i yeah. find um, I, I find i we uh, i've played a festival with the mr big bill riding i played uh, a blues festival an unnamed blues festival and it was only it was only an acoustic set and this guy was really kind of like he because he'd seen us a few times before and he's like oh, i've got all my mates to come with us and and I, he was like after the show, he was like, hey, "Come on, let's go to this party." I was like, "Whoa, hang on, man! I, I've got, I've got to fill out my dress. I've got to do this, got to do that." And it just got really kind of weird, really quick. You know what I mean? Like, and this part, I, I thought they, they'd hired a room or something, right. and they just had like corner of a pub, <laughs> and he was really kind of aggressive with it. You know what I mean? And I was like, "I'm, I'm happy that you like what we do, and, I, and I'm glad you know you follow it and stuff." But you know, and you just kind of go, "Wow, like, yeah, this, this is a bit much." You know, like this. However, whole- I think any musician, if someone comes up and says, "Oh, I just want to say I really liked your set," you know, what I mean, anyone will say, "Well, thank you." Do you know what I mean? But if you come up and be like, "You're coming to my house," there <laughs> was there was literally like there was another guy there who was of like a similar kind of he's seen us a few times and whatever he came up afterwards shook me and we had a good old chat about um skip james and how scary he is and like you know like just just like the best of the interactions that could possibly have been we shook hands yeah. fucked off you know yeah. like and we, yeah. we went several ways we, we both enjoyed it and then left you know what i mean but they oh this, this other guy was just like no you're gonna come and have my party with me and it was just like oh. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the two worst ones I can think of, n- not me personally, but um, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, a few mm-hmm. years back, he uh, basically made a statement and was like, I'm not taking pictures with anybody anymore. Like, don't come and talk to me. Um, because he'd been at um, a crematorium picking up his mother's ashes. And somebody had been like, oh, my God, Tommy Lee, can I get a photo? Mm. And he was like, 
not right now. And then, I mean, that, that's just dreadful. I mean, there's, there's like, there's a time and a place, isn't there? It doesn't matter who, who it is, like, you know, you've got to recognise the circumstances and, um, you know, be able to adapt to it. But um, the absolute worst one is um, there's a YouTube couple i'd hate that but it, they both do youtube for a living um one of them is uh, a guy called gavin free from a channel called the slow-mo guys i don't know if you guys have ever oh yeah that's ringing about. heard of them yeah, yeah, they, yeah i mean they go viral you know every other day with uh, whatever they put up um him and his girlfriend um had somebody break into the house with a gun who was intent on killing them or or just gavin um ended up killing himself in the house, um, which is just the most ridiculous... I mean, that's just pure America. Like, I mean, G Gavin's British, but he lives in America. Um, it's just absolutely insane, um, yeah. the lengths that some people go to, you know. I mean, this this guy, I think he was convinced that he was in love with, with his girlfriend, with, with um, Gavin's girlfriend, and, you know, nothing was going to stand in the way of that, and, and so that was what, what caused it. Um, but, I mean... There is a, I think, because um, people now live in each other's houses, you know what I mean? Like, um, mm -hmm. it's so kind of projected into people's heads that there is... And the thing is as well, like, because they both post videos online talking about all kinds of aspects of their life, a lot more people will feel like they know them because of that. Um, yeah. Which leads to more kind of situation. Not that it's their fault for uploading that yeah. kind of thing. It's it's not. But you know, there are people that kind of you can see it. Like, yeah. When you know that much about a person from what they post online, you feel like you know them. Um, yeah. I always said before, like I always used to think Robert Plant lived on a mountain when I was a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. there's a there's a line between you and them. There's like a mystical figure versus I like. Could have asked him instead of telling him that he was him. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, man? I think I was saying it through the week. Like, I changed my name on Facebook from my name to, like, just a, a, not my name, essentially. So I could still have, like, those contacts and people and all the rest of it. Without, if people type my name into Facebook, they find the band and yeah, yeah, right. and all the rest of it. And um, it's purely because, like, I, I, I found myself, like, arguing with this guy who came to shows because he was being racist. And I was like, I don't need to know that about you. You know what I mean? And you don't need to know that. Yeah. I hate you for that. You know what I mean? What you need to do is is like the music that we play or whatever it is, and let's let's leave it there. We don't need to be mate, mate like, exactly. like I'm happy. Being I don't need to know you, yeah. But mm. you don't need to know everything about each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I just kind of went, what is going on? Like, why am I at? Like, he's never coming to a show. I don't. I'm glad he's not coming to a show. I'm honest, but I didn't need to know that. <laughs> like, I didn't need to know mm. that you were. And I'll quite happily argue with any racist. Don't get me wrong; I'm fine doing that. But it's a, it's the right thing to do. I think if you if you stand by and watch it happen, I think you're complicit in it. Um, and racists need to be called out for their fucking rubbish. Aye. But I saw it. Well, I didn't need to. Aye. Like, I just kind of went. I don't. I don't need. Uh, like Facebook is. We said it. I think we said it in the last podcast. It's yeah, totally yeah. negated its original purpose of staying in touch with your mates. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I saw an well an interesting comment section. Um, I think it was well, it was yeah it was Earache Records that um, back in the eighties and nineties were primarily like a death metal 
thrash metal um, label, but since then they had they've had like Rival Sons, Blackberry Smoke, Temperate Movement. Um, they really good bands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they'd shared an article about um, basically the headline was like, "We need to talk about the homophobia problem within the metal community," um, and the amount of comments that were people going. No, we don't. <laughs> and just basically outing themselves as being homophobic was just mental. Um, it's, it's I don't just... really know much about that, like that scene. But um... I mean, it's it's just like it's like any other scene, you know. Um, yeah. th- there is good and bad people you know, in the movement, exactly, exactly, yeah. And it and it's kind of it's it's upon the movement, I think, to to kind of go. Hang on, you're a bad apple. Let's get rid of you. Like you're yeah. not welcome anymore. Um, there was, funny enough, man, there was, um, I stumbled across, because I do, I like the Facebook memories. I like kind of seeing how much of a gimp I was 10 years ago. Um, I'll do that. And then I instantly delete everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've like had a purge of everything I've posted <laughs> in about five years. <laughs> um, and uh, there was a, a thing two, three, uh, two, three years ago where um, it was bands with female members basically saying listen uh, we don't need to be called female fronted oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. male fronted rock bands we shouldn't be called female fronted and i i kind of myself think that that's one of the glorious things about rock and roll is that it, it's it's kind of you know less of that you know it's like it doesn't have to it, it doesn't have to be that going against all stereotypes isn't it it's um yeah like it, it shouldn't be that you know what i mean and it, it's um why why should it have to be called female for the she's just they're just a good band you know like just enjoy it for that it doesn't have to be anything more than that it's it funny i mean i don't know if it's just a, a I, I don't know i mean i feel like it's i don't know if it's bad in the uk or if it's the same everywhere but like because it's funny like with the blues bands in the uk versus like blues bands in america america seems to be so much more about in the blues world a lot more about like respect and uh, openness and jamming and you know what I mean and respecting other musicians while in the UK it seems quite closed and quite um, do you know what I mean like it seems very strange how I I feel uh, like a lot not just in music at all I just feel like there's, there's and I don't know if it's just there or if it's everywhere but I feel like people because now stuff like Facebook has given people a platform to share their opinions to a larger audience, almost in the same way that newspapers get to share their opinions to an audience, um, that people struggle with um, the, the the difference between opinion and fact. Yeah. All opinions should be, in my opinion, should be backed up with fact. Of course they should. Otherwise, you're the mentalist. You know what I mean? Shouting that the sky is green. It's my opinion. Well, that's that's fine. It's wrong, but it's, that's fine. But, but like, I think because because the people get to share their opinions now like you're not allowed to change your opinion you're not allowed to kind of do you know like if people will beat you to death with something that you've said it's like well yeah hang on, all right well i was wrong or i was right that's that's fine it doesn't matter you know what I mean? it's just it's literally just my opinion like i i did um when i toured the evidences last year uh we did a bbc radio blues hour thing and um the presenter was like, oh, I want to get you in to do a live debate because a singer from another band really disagrees with your opinion about the blues. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, and I've wow. got this thing in my head that it's like, well, that's just have your opinion. 
Yeah, that's never going to turn out good, though, is it? I'm, I'm mm. fine debating people about it, but like, I'm not going to argue. Like, you know, like, it's the like, time in the day to do that, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's fine. Just or oh, just wait until it's your BBC radio session and give your opinion, and then the listeners will have a disagree with you retrospectively or disagree with you. You know, and then then we all move forward together. You know. Strange, isn't it? I think people are so attached to their opinion being like, well, I've said it, therefore it's verbatim. I said, not necessarily. It's just your opinion. Like, it's, it's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast got heavy, didn't it? <laughs> it's been a non-stop. Uh, so the death let's... penalty, boys, yes or no? <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> let's... Uh... Let's Obviously. lighten up with, have you seen that Axel Rose is in Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo, yeah, yeah. It's not his first cartoon appearance either. Oh, no. It's, right? What, what? Appeared in um, Looney Tunes or something. Right. Oh, and I'm not sure if it's like a kind of attempt, because Jess was like, no one's going to know him who watches Scooby-Doo now. And I was no. like, maybe that's the point. Yeah. Maybe. I mean... I mean a few years ago, um, and I think it was literally stated as fact that this was the case, that um, Kiss had the option of either going to the studio to record a new album or making a feature-length film with Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and they made the Scooby-Doo film. I have a copy of it somewhere, but I, I just I, I daren't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> just the thought of... Um, you know, them all knocking about with Scooby We're never Doo, doing just... that. We're, we're never doing that. Why not? That's the, that's a great idea. No, it's not. I'm sorry, son. This is a democratic band, and you've been outvoted two to one. <laughs> you want to be in Scooby? What, what, what on earth are we doing, Scooby Doo? We'd solve mysteries with the the mystery gang. <laughs> First of all, man, we'd fit in perfectly. With, yeah, exactly. Um, we already look like him, don't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Sha- Shaggy. Come on, man. He's always. He's always high and he eats sandwiches constantly, wearing flares. The guy's a legend. Like, so first of all, that's fine. <laughs> like, um, plus, I, I just want someone to like pull me ass off and be like, ah, oh, I got away with it too. But why is it these meddling musicians? <laughs> I like that in that you're the actual, the bad guy in it, not not the one that's helping them solve the mystery. <laughs> oh yeah, it'd be me, wouldn't it? Maybe I'll be the bad guy. Maybe, there you go, plot twist. Oh, oh yeah. We're all helping them solve the mystery, but then you turn out to be the bad guy. There we go. Plot <laughs> leaked by accident. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you uh, Bloody kiss. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, it was, it was the option of, like, what was going to make them more money, I guess. Um, and I guess... Scooby-Doo was going to make them more money than releasing an they, album would, so... They are the... the, the um, one of the guys who used to tour manage and drive for me was, like, just such a big Kiss fan from the perspective that he's like, it's not a band, it's a, it's a company, you know what I mean? It's like... Oh, it's yeah. Genius. Like, he just... He, first of all, he, he was just like, it's Saturday Night Rock and Roll, it's ridiculous, you know what I mean? And why don't you want to see men in platform boots? It's just the best. That's the best, you know? Um... And he was like, plus, like, they sell air guitar picks and air guitar strings on their merch everything. stands. Just everything. For, like, five where they go and make a fortune. I was like, that's genius. Like, it's absolutely genius. 
If there's a product out there, there's a chance that Kiss have monetized yeah. it and just slapped their logo on it. They um, did Kiss coffins, didn't they? Yeah, can the Kiss casket with a K. Um, <laughs> I. I just thought if, it, if we're going to be selling bits of Tom's soul, we're going to have to find out who he sold it to first and buy it <laughs> off them. Yeah, I. But to be fair, it's like the egg topics. It doesn't exist, does it? So. Yes. Yeah. No way. Let's be in Scooby Doo, boys. I'm. I think that's when you know you've made it. Is when the team from Scooby Doo come here and go, "Do you want to be in our cartoon?" I got to the list of uh, what were we saying the other week? Um, oh, come on, help me out, boys. Keys player from Squeeze. Jules Holland. Yeah, Jules Holland. When you, you when you get on Jules Holland, then you've got to be on like Jonathan Ross, then Scooby Doo. Absolutely. <laughs> there we go. Life plan sorted. And apparently yeah. it'll make us more money than releasing an album, so that's that's good news. And then, then once we've done that, we can make a, a, a another an album then with all the money we've just made from Scooby Doo. Exactly, yeah. It's business. Like one one feels the other. It's great. It's a, it's a business. Like a, I've got like a pyramid scheme of cartoons like, and, and albums. You know, everyone has like a business plan. It's just like our like our aim to get to Scooby Doo. Oh, absolutely, yeah. What's your objectives in music? To be honest, Scooby Doo. Yeah. That's all I want to do in music. Maybe the first album could be called We Turn Down Scooby Doo for this. Mm. <laughs> oh, right, uh, it's time to well, head into. Yeah. You what? Do the album club thing, Joe. Yeah, it's, it's, time, it's time to do album club. Here we go. So, Album Club is like a book club, but for albums. Um, it's my turn to pick this week. Um, yeah, I, I was torn, because part of me wants to pick an album that I've never heard before, no. just for the fun of it, but like an album that I, I think I would like, or something like that. Um, but instead, I, I'm going to do that next time. This time, I've opted for one of my favourite albums at the moment, which I don't think you two will have heard. So, um, if you Clyro, it's no, not. <laughs> I know who it is. Do you? Yeah. Go on. The Wolfpack. It's all. I mean, it's Wolfpack adjacent. It's uh, Theo Katzman, who is the drummer slash guitarist slash singer for Wolfpack. Um, drummer slash guitarist. Oh yeah, he plays everything in, in the band at, at various points because they're all like they all oh. switch up what they play. Okay. Um, He's so, an yeah. So, um, yeah, it's his um, newest album, which is called "Modern Johnny Sings Songs in the Age of Vibe." So that is our arm club for this week. Quite a name. Yeah. Hi. Cool. Um, yeah. Complete new one on me. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward. To, I've never, I've never even heard of any Wolfpack really. I mean, I, I picked it as well because I'd, I'd been watching a few um, sort of live session stuff with with Theo Katzman, and um, a lot of people in the comments were saying that he sounds a lot like Little Feet, which is a band that I know that you like, oh, Aaron. Yes. So. Yes. Um, I wouldn't go into it thinking that they that this album will sound like Little Feet because it, it's. Oh. I, it's yeah. like a, it's just a vibey album, um, which is what 
little feet were. So, you know what's funny? I think one of the biggest. Um, I, that's one of the biggest mistakes people make when they when they're saying it's you know when they're introducing you to music, it sounds like such and such. Like um, I remember being absolutely devastated with listening to Mika. Remember Mika? Anyone remember him? Yeah, yeah. But he said he was like the next Mika. Freddie. No, he's uh, got a high voice. That's that's the similarity there, you know. Things in falsetto, shit the bed. Yeah. Like it's you know Farrakhul Sarah the second, um, and I was just like, oh, this isn't anything like Queen. To be fair, Mika had a a, a great song, and I can't remember what it is. Yeah. It, it, like his songs weren't weren't bad. Um, I've just had a good. I could be brown. I could be blue. I could be fire. Yeah, that's. Oh, I know that song. I wonder what he's doing now. Washing dishes. He's not doing much. No. Queen produce. Probably in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Mika hasn't made it to Scooby-Doo level. Don't be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Freddie Mercury? Oh, no, it was just Mika. <laughs> uh, it was, I think it was uh, we, we Are Golden was the, was the song that I liked. Oh, uh. Mika. To be fair, he had like he had um, Grace Kelly, which I think is. I gotta be like Grace Kelly. Ooh. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah. That was just. Big... I think that came out just as I was in my last year of school, maybe. And it was like for some reason everyone just went mad about that tune. Everyone loved mm. it. We had a uh, big big girl. You are beautiful. That, that, yeah. That's a, a recognizable one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember because that that album must have come out one, and everyone everyone went bananas over it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is 2007 that it, um, that it, most of it came out. I think so. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, love today. I, I remember that. It was that like, everybody's got to love today? Got to love today? Something. Oh, yeah. But you had so you had like some very big songs for somebody that then didn't follow it up with anything. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, you know, it's funny. I remember um, around that time, Razorlight were just coming out, and I it was before I'd heard any any other kind of indie music. And um, I remember that single, um, America, all my life watching America. I remember thinking how fresh it sounded. Now, um, you know, like when you when you drink a cold pint on a on a hot day, and it's just like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. It just sounded musically like that almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, palate cleanser. And then everybody copied them. Oh, well, to my ears, it sounded like everybody copied them or everyone just kind of went, right, Telecasters, strap to your nipples and, you know, clinky amps and we're just going to sing this kind of plinky-plonky thing. And I was like, ah, gusted, you've ruined it. (laughs) That's the same as any fashion, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No socks. Indies, indies. (laughs) Yeah. Did you guys see that... um... The Cadillac Three have been nominated for an ACM this year. Yes, uh, I'm pleased for them. Win an award. I mean, they haven't won it yet. Um, I want to win a Mobo, or I just want to be nominated for a Mobo. How how many times have like white artists been nominated for a Mobo? You'd be surprised, you know, because um, somebody said this to me, and I was like, "I'll tell you." And mm. um, like that, there was a a very bad singer that won it once. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but he did a he did a video in a courtroom. He was rubbish. Um, but he won one. 
Um, and I was like, I, I just, that's like, a, yeah, yeah, Grammy would be nice, but I really want a mobile. <laughs> like, yeah. It depends what it, what it looks like, like the, the, the actual award. Because <laughs> you, you, you've got to think about it in the, in the kind of trophy cabinet view, and, yeah. and a Grammy is one of the best looking. Uh, yeah, that's funny. That's, there is. I don't actually know what a mobile looks like, um, but I would very much to be nominated for one at some point. <laughs> <laughs> mobile award. Okay, so it's like it's it's basically just the logo. There's like an M. An, an O underneath it and then it's like the M but it's like the other way around so it's like right. a B and then another one underneath it um, yeah. there you go yeah alright yeah 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 there we go that's the one cool I want one hi <laughs> well, just have a look on um, what is that website you use eBay Vinted. No, Vinted, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Six months time after the award show, have a look on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, see if I can get some Grammys in on the way. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I think it, um, I've no idea. I think we were just at Anna's house a while back and um, Judge, <laughs> was it Judge Rinder? It might have been, it was either Judge Rinder or we were watching um, Judge Ramesh, which is, you know, Ramesh Ranganathan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was either Judge Rinder or Ramesh's one. I think I think it was Ramesh's one. Um, and it was two of the members of Blue. And they were arguing about the fact that one of them still has the other one's Grammy, um, <laughs> which he, he uses, like, in, in the... It's like in the toilet or something. It was something ridiculous. Um, so they were arguing to because he wanted his Grammy back. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Like, yeah. Imagine being at that point where you're like, I don't care if I've got a Grammy in the house or not. Like, I yeah. did. Um, I did years ago. I did filming with this uh, this fella who's he was the, the cameraman for something, and um, he'd been Details in his young. Nice. He it was porn. Um, in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> um, in his younger days, he'd been in one of the. He was in one of those boy bands that was like always the, like the support act for Westlife Blue, and he had some wild stories, man. You know, you just think they're just like kind of nice guys. You're know, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, they were bad people. <laughs> like, they were bad people. like. It's just like he was telling me these stories. I think we we were sharing kind of like stories from the road kind of thing, and he was like telling me about like all the tellies they used to like put on the roof and like the oh yeah like set fires or something. And oh yeah, it was just. Mind you, my old um guitar tech guitar tech for um I don't know what band it was. One of those bands like the proper kid he fought, proper kid following, and he's like, you played at like massive arenas, but at like four o'clock in the afternoon, and you had to be out of the venue by eight. There was a complete alcohol ban, so the dressing oh. room was just full of sweets. He's like, you'd be eating sweets, do a four o'clock show, and you'd be in the hotel by eight. So it's absolutely oh. amazing. Um. <laughs> it's like that is mental. I, I, I saw him fly, right? Stay with me. I saw him <laughs> fly 
um, when they would do it before they were big, doing a school a secondary school tour. They came and played like the like the um, schools. The hall in my school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was dead weird. Like they did it a few times, and of course, like te- like teenage boys at that point are impressed by nothing. Everyone just sat there, just like this is shit. It's very funny. And then I was just, like, it was only years since I've been a musician. I go, what must that have been like? <laughs> right. what, we're not that doing that. I'll agree to Scooby Doo, but we're not doing that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're, we're quite the right demographic for that kind of a tour anyway, but... No, no. Um, yeah, you know, it's only like years after, like, you go, God, that must have been horrendous. You know, that must have been horrendous. They played, like, 20 minutes. I don't know if, like, they were doing it in support of another, like, a club. They must have been doing a club tour alongside and someone had just gone, yeah, we've got 500 quid for doing this, so... Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, the ba- the bass player jumped off the stage, oh, and, like no. ran, ran down like the, the aisle of seats, and everyone was just like, "What?" <laughs> that sounds like the gig in the at the Clarence in a very uh, very similar way. Yeah, I except that bass. That <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. There's a space to run about in the Clarence. I know, yeah. Oh, she had the wireless, but she had she was stood right in front of her amp. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, like she could have had one of those little pedal connected wires, but she. Everyone was wireless. I was like, my yeah. God, the amount of radio signals on us bouncing around in here. These right. are this far away from each other and this far away from your amp. Even the drummer was wireless. Some people use wireless for for tone. So, you know. <laughs> they definitely didn't. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, she, uh, we, I've said it before on the podcast, but she was a great bass player for, for what it was. for, for a... It wasn't bad, to be fair, was it? No. I think it was just awkward that they opened with bloody Wishing Well and we were yeah, like, oh, so we We're not play playing one. this ever again. <laughs> But I think they, they opened with a lot of the songs that we jam. <laughs> like we were really like wishing well. Yeah. And they, 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 um, they did brown sugar after that and sweet yeah, emotion. They did brown sugar in there. They did sweet emotion. And I was just like, ah, oh. you've been like doing like kind of like that against the door of the studio. Like, <laughs> what a play. It's song of on me. Hey. <laughs> Make these Filipino Right. I think it's uh, it's about time we head into some lemons and peaches. This is lemons and peaches. It's the one thing we didn't like about our week. Three things we did like. Um, we'll do our round of lemons first. Um, who fancies going first? I mean, I, I don't mind going first because I've got a honker of a of a lemon this week. Oh, what happened with your AirPods, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's, even, it's even worse than that. So, um, gold links have been. You have to go to the island. Your shoes made of diamonds. Fucking hell, Joe. <laughs> Me and Anna have been looking into building a PC, which is going to be used for building. Streaming. Yeah, like I said, just buying all the parts and putting it together ourselves rather than buying a pre made computer. Okay. 
It's something that a lot of people do, um, especially sure. if you want to get better specs for cheaper. Um, sure, a lot of people do that. Hang on. Oh, sorry, it's like can a... you just read this? You're going to build a guitar. Let Joe build a computer. Well, yeah, but I mean, the guitar's just wooden string. The Betty Killer. Um, yeah, so we've been getting the different bits for it and making sure that it's like up to scratch so that we can use it for streaming i can use it for editing it's going to be like the all-in-one good machine um and graphics cards which are a key component to building your own pc are completely unavailable in the uk you cannot buy a graphics card at cost price in the uk at the moment it's just because, and it, this is so frustrating, right? It, they're being bought up, A, by scalpers because they know the demand is high for them. <laughs> but mainly, it's um, people that it's are using expensive. graphics cards to um, mine Bitcoin. Right, okay. It's um, like a, a key part of the whole Bitcoin mining s- scheme. Um, so, <laughs> go on, Johnny. Who did you say they're being bought up by? Scousers. He did scalpers. say that. Also. Yeah. I, I said scalpers. Scalpers. <laughs> oh, he said scousers. That's what I thought he said. I'll go and knock oh. on some doors for you. Hi. No, scalpers who are reselling them at twice the price that they're meant to be. Um, so, yeah, basically on Curry's PC World, there's two or three that are available that are like in our price range. But the, the thing is with their website, is um, they're available, but they're not available for delivery. They're only for click and collect, which is fine if you know what store they're in, but they don't tell you that. They just tell you to put your postcode in. Yeah. So I put my postcode in. It's like, oh, it's it's not near you. And it's like, right, well, tell me where it is. Like, surely they can ship it from their store to the store that's close to me because I want to buy it. Like, I want to spend money. Like, um, yeah. Let me spend my money. Exactly, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Take my so, money. Um, so my lemon this week is that I we can't finish building the PC because well we can't start building the PC because we can't get this graphics card. Um, so that it, sucks. It, there's bits of the internet that there's just big holes in like that. You know what I mean? Like there's just like well, what am I supposed to do here? Like do you ever get exactly. stuck in like a loop of something where it sends you to somewhere, then it just sends you straight back to and you're just like, well now what? You know, like this is stupidity. Yeah, uh, and like the problem is as well is like. The second-hand market is just unusable because you don't know whether it's been used in a Bitcoin mining rig, which basically means that it's being pumped at full power for usually weeks, months on end. You get it. It's already pretty much burned out, and by the time you use it a few times, it burns out. Um, yeah. So you just can't buy second-hand, and um, I'm not spending twice the price yeah. on a no. on a graphics card. So, fun. Nightmare, man. Um... I, uh, as I mentioned before, I'm leaving a job and they're trying to get, I think they're trying to just like squeeze all the, the, the naff rubbish jobs out of me now, if you know what I mean, while, while he can. Um, so I was like left cleaning a building site for three days, which is still a building site. So as soon as it's clean, it's dirty again. But um, they're convinced it's going to be open and there's like wires and stuff hanging down from the ceiling and like absolutely ridiculous ridiculous man like you know and you, you just you feel like i feel like i'm stood with the tide coming in with a bucket just throwing the water like back into the tide you know you're just like 
it's a bit of a story of my tenure there, to be honest. It's just people making decisions that are just totally ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah, so that's my great way. on to greener passes there, Johnny. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. Um, anything is greener than that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, it's other than porn, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just been one of those bare of a week, so that, you know, you just think, oh, what, what fresh hell am I going into today? You know, have you got the calendar up, Mark, and day off? Yeah, yeah, well, I, I keep saying, like, um, I'm gonna get like chalk, like prison, just mark the day, like tally the day on the, on the wall in the staff room. And then, like, someone will come in and say, like, oh, next month we're going to be doing it. And I'll just be like, ha, 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 ha. It's true. It's you got to think how quick a month goes, isn't you? Yeah, big time, man. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Aaron? Uh, I haven't really got anything personal, but, um, I mean, I can say Bunny Whaler died. That was pretty depressing. Um, I wanted to see the Whalers. I think they were playing a festival, like a reggae funk festival thing in um somewhere random like kent <laughs> which is not somewhere you expect the to reggae see capital right? of the uk <laughs> <laughs> like reggae like, okay um i mean i know there's like a big um do you remember tunbridge wells where i used to pick you guys up there's a big reggae festival there called like one love um which is basically just like you know a big hippie reggae festival they do that every year but they i was meant to see these a different festival um so that's kind of sad. Only 73. Um, mm. Contributed to like all of, you know, Bob Marley's biggest shit and everything. It's sad. Um, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Um, as far as peaches go, I, I can only think of one. <laughs> I've, it's not been a, a, a great way. I'm, literally all of my attention has been focused on trying to get a graphics card, which hasn't happened, so... Um, yeah, but I have acquired uh, some new bits of camera gear, which will come in handy when we do have a PC ready to stream. So um, that's all good. That's my page for the week. <laughs> I've got a bit of new gear to play with. So, yeah. Uh -huh. um, what about you, Johnny? <laughs> Crikey. Um... I don't know really. Um you just won the football. Um yeah, yeah, Everton won. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the score? It's uh one nil, Richarlison. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Got his uh got his little Brazilian noggin on the uh, on the end of a Sigurdsson cross. Uh, I'm trying to think really, I'm sure there's been something. I don't know, yeah, Everton won. There's Diego, there's me peach. And I can I can currently see my other peach. She's wandering about. So she goes. Nice. <laughs> Hello, Jessica. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I can make all three. Go Oof. on. I've just I've realised I've got a second one. Um, Go this, this, this cardigan that I bought that this week that arrived this week. I I love it. That was going to be one of my peaches. <laughs> there you go. You can use it as well. That's fine. I've got um, clothes for all you guys, actually. Go on. I need you to send me a photo of that shirt. Is, is it the the red one that you're telling me about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I will. Remind me tomorrow. I'll do that. Will do. Um, Sorry, podcast audience, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, peach number one. We've, 
we're moving house next Thursday. Finally, all sorted. It's been a nightmare sorting out, but we're finally doing it. Right. Are you um, moving far or just? Uh, not not particularly. No. Are you but, still um, Are you still in Freeland? No. Where are you going? Uh, another village, Johnny. Bester? No. Uh, that's a town I have you, sir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> But this new village has like three pubs, a massive trading estate, some shops, like three post pubs. office. No. <laughs> um I'll send I'll send you my new address. Um so yeah, that's like a massive uh, although you know it's like a massive uh, relief to have finally that sorted and to be able to just pack and move on. So um, yeah. that's good. Um Piece number two, I finally started on the guitar. Um, I've uh, now doing a lot of research on... Floyd um, sorry? Floyd Rose. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Floyd Rose, scal scalped frets. Sc sorry, scalloped <laughs> frets. Uh, yeah, exactly. Tremolo, yeah, tremolo bar... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start playing it really fast over everything. Listen to all my notes. Sweet picking a shit ton of arpeggios over everything. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it's it's good. It's um, bearing myself and learning on setting up necks and, you know, adjusting and doing full setups and fixing things and electrics. Do something radical, man. Like put like a Les Paul style neck on a telly or something, man. Like I fuck have people. got a few um, personality uh, things in there which I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Sh I'm not gonna sh tell it's you. Never gonna I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna wait until it's all done, and you're gonna. You're gonna shit. It's, it's good. You'll like it. Beautiful. Um, man. Um, hopefully, you know, on smaller club club tours and things, you can just have like one guitar, small amp, chuck it in, play it a whole gig. You know what I mean? Beat the fuck out of it. Not give a shit. You know. Um, just but, like Brian needed. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but mine's gonna say Johnny Hodson on the top as the main. Can you do what Joe Bonamassa did with his signature guitar and have your, your signature all across the fretboard? God no, that's that's, that's <laughs> no. Take <laughs> that and Dave Grohl's. I don't even know what model it's meant to be when he when he's mixed, like a three three five with. A Les Paul, no, he's got a Firebird headstock on it, right? Yeah, that's the most ugly guitar I've ever seen. I don't know, you know, I think I think Bonamassa's Les Paul with the Firebird. That's just one of that. Yeah, that's pretty bad with Joe Bonamassa written on it. Yeah, that's pretty shocking. Um, third, lastly, was going to be Joe's cardigan, but um, <laughs> I got I can say I got a new denim shirt. It was uh, three pounds. That's even cheaper than the four pound shirt, so you've uh, you've you've yeah. bested me. <laughs> Where'd you get it? Uh, Depop. Nice. See, I'm slowly bringing this kind of bargain hunting. I've revolution. used Depop for years. I just haven't used eBay or Etsy. No, Vinted. Vinted's good, man. Vinted's good. I've, I have it on my phone. I think I used it once, and I looked through for about a minute, and I went, "This is all shit." Um. I went off it. eBay, I don't like bidding on clothes. I feel like, what the fuck am I doing? Do you know what I mean? It's just like... Um, but yeah, honest. I think Vintage is probably one of those things you've got to hunt. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I love that though. I love a good hunt. This is why we're opposites. You like bidding on clothes and you like hunting. I'm like... I like what? <laughs> <laughs> you like hunting for stuff. Yes, hunting. <laughs> what did you think I said? Punting? Because <laughs> we had a great punting session in Oxford. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, we were punting. Yeah, that was great. That was, it was great providing entertainment for all of the people of Oxford who Come were on, that was, just, that was, just that laughing was at us. How you didn't it was, it was a fun afternoon, afternoon yeah. You'd how get you that boat right now. I've got no idea how you stayed bone dry. I don't know. <laughs> well, before criticising, you've got to try it, Johnny. Next time you're 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 holding the shift, the stick. I'm not, I am not criticising. I'm just saying I think it's a miracle that in Cuban eels you stayed yep. dry. Because, I mean, there was no, like... It's not easy to do, I tell you. Yeah, it was, no, it was a s- smooth wooden boat that you were stood on. It wasn't like there was any kind of, you know, tread or track to kind of dig your foot into. It was, uh... Yeah. They were um, right. We got round and back. We did, yeah. You know, in theory, you don't want to go too quick. You want value for money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, is that all of your... Peaches. That's my three. Sweet. Um, right, well, that wraps us up for this week. Um, try to think of what we'd like people to do. Um, the usual, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at KeylockTheBand. Um, go to KeylockTheBand.com forward slash shop and uh, put an order in because ah. we are running out of T-shirts. We've just had another order put in. Um the other day so um we are running super low on t-shirts um yeah that's it for this week um we'll see you on the other side